0: hello everybody and thank you so much for tuning in to episode six of third eye unblind my name is danielle but in the witchy realm i go by the shadow priestess and honestly i want to thank you guys for hanging in there i know i was gone last week on some spirit guide prescribed self-care bed rest (laughs) did you guys miss me though if you miss me Do me a favor and just hit that follow button so you don't ever miss an episode here. You know, there seems to be a lot of good stuff going on too that I just wanted to touch upon. We actually just had the new moon in Aquarius last night. And um, today is the Chinese New Year. And it is the year of the ox, So, fun fact, in Chinese culture, your zodiac sign is actually determined by the year you were born instead of the zodiac system that probably you all are used to, which is determined by the month that we were born in. So, I actually looked up the year that I was born in, and I was born in the year of the dogs, so basically, I'm loyal. Yeah. (laughs) Also... Also, also, my favorite podcast ever is back for another season, so go ahead on over to the Fifth Element pod for some spiritual and astrological heat. Yes, so let's get into this. Let's get into this now that we've got through our um, weekly announcements. (laughs) So two episodes ago, we were talking about relationships and dating, And this week I wanted to open up the topic a little bit more because there is so much to it and I kind of feel like I opened up a whole can of worms and I have the responsibility to like empty the can, I guess. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to the episode before last, you might want to do that before finishing this episode so you're not like totally lost because I wanted to just hop on here and talk to you guys about trauma bonds. Um, and also before I begin, I just want to throw out a quick disclaimer that I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a licensed psychologist, nor am I here with the intention of giving any single person advice about their relationship. The purpose of this episode and even this entire podcast is to spread awareness and bring together communities of people for moral support and educational purposes. So yeah, just keep that in mind. (laughs) So the more I talk to people about emotional abuse, the more I sadly realize how many people have actually experienced it but don't actually know it. And it's really sad because I feel like that directly correlates with the way society historically has just glossed over mental health issues and has devalued the importance of expressing and processing emotion to the point where everything is just shoved under a rug and nothing ever gets resolved because no one ever feels comfortable talking about it. And the shame of it all is, it's reinforced with terms like, don't air out your dirty laundry, which is super dangerous because so many people, especially women, go through all kinds of abusive patterns at home and and they hide it because they feel like it's shameful that they even experienced it in the first place. So I want to ask you guys a question and, and I need you to be really honest with yourselves because I have a theory that I want to share. Um. Okay, so I want you to think about your past relationships. And I want you to try and recall whether or not you have ever said or thought something to the effect of, I don't want to leave this person because when it's good, it's good. But on the other hand, when it's bad, it's really bad. If you remember saying this or thinking anything like that, you may have experienced a trauma bond. So if you're new to this, you probably can make a general guess as to what a trauma bond is, but I'll just quickly explain it. A trauma bond is a cycle. It's a cycle of punishment and reward or phases of love bombing and affection followed by periods of devaluation and discarding. These kinds of relationships are very sporadic and unpredictable, which actually forms a deep connection between the abuser and the victim because of the intense highs and euphoric periods that follow after emotional, mental, or even physical abuse. So it works exactly like a drug does to cause a dependence on something in order to find happiness. So let's take nicotine, for example. When you smoke a cigarette, you're releasing chemicals into your brain that bind to nicotine receptors and trigger a release of excessively euphoric amounts of dopamine. So when the effects of the nicotine wear off, and all of a sudden you're used to experiencing these massive amounts of dopamine at one time... When your brain finally goes back to normal, like what it should be, it actually to you now feels like a lull. And so what you do is you go back and you justify the unhealthy habits and behaviors because the highs feel so good, which rationalizes this bad habit of smoking away. So trauma bonds essentially mimic this same pattern. And you'll often see this dynamic play out and often pretty romanticized in movies. Um, It's so disgusting to think about. But think about the guy who maybe does something like shove his girlfriend really hard uh, because they get into a fight or he slaps her across the face. And then he profusely apologizes. And then he brings her flowers and food and whatnot to, like, make up for everything. He's just like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'll never do this again, I'll never do this again. And then before you know it, they get into another fight, and he's slapping her across the face again. But then, when the girl tells her friend why she has a bruise on her arm or something like that, or why she has a black eye, she says things like, It's okay, he's just, you know, really stressed right now. Or, no, 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 he didn't mean it. He's not usually like this. The crazy thing about the trauma-bonded person is that they are often so masterful at gaslighting themselves. So they mistake a familiar abusive tactic that they recognize probably from childhood in some capacity and think that it's chemistry or passion. In fact, a lot of people actually mistake being in a trauma-bonded relationship with being with their soulmate or their twin flame. And I'm sorry if this is making anyone uncomfortable at this point, but we're just here to uh, bring education and we're here to form community and we're here to support each other and tell the truth. So I got to tell you guys the truth. Um, But the difference between these bonds are that trauma bonds are about a cycle of power and exploitation while soulmates and twin flames are karmic lessons. So I'll just go a little bit further into uh, what these mean. So soulmates are described as being cut from the same energetic cloth. So people who are part of your tribe or a kindred spirit, those are actually types of soulmate connections. So it's not always um romantic, a romantic relationship, even though it can be. A soulmate is someone who you feel like you've known for several lifetimes because you probably have. Um, and it's someone who you connect with instantly. Um, it's usually a very loving and accepting type of relationship. Conversely, you have well sometimes conversely, you have a twin flame connection. And this is a little bit more acidic, I guess you can say. So these are people who you have an intense and fiery initial bond with because these people are usually placed on earth for a similar purpose. So these people are your karmic mirrors. And it can often feel like that person, quote unquote, completes you. And it's said that a relationship between two twin flames is one soul split into two bodies. Um, But anyways, they come together and the scary part about them meeting is that they make you feel like you are talking to yourself almost, you know, because they quite literally do mirror you. Um, you know, they embody all of your wounds, your pain, your good qualities, even, and they embody all of your shit, and they make you deal with it, or or look it right in the face. That's why these relationships can become so tense, um, even though you feel like this person knows you inside and out, and and can finish your sentences. And, you know, you can feel like this person just gets you. And you feel like you can talk to this person about things you've never been able to talk to anybody else about. But the dangerous part is that if twin flames meet before knowing themselves and understanding their own individual life path before each of them are two whole people, they become addicted to each other. They become... Codependent and they trigger the worst parts um, or the worst behaviors from each other, which is how these relationships can become so toxic. And you know, it's crazy to me because so many people are so excited and obsessed with the idea of like finding their twin flame in this lifetime, but these relationships can honestly be so explosive and harmful if two people have not done the deep and grueling work of becoming a whole person like this is a deep soul journey that you need to take before meeting this person and being the best you to meet your twin flame and to meet them with um compassion because in a way they can kind of be or they can kind of represent a shadow from another lifetime You know, because it's a soul um, that's split into two and put into two different bodies during this lifetime. So there are some people that say that as you and your twin flame bond um, over trauma, they refer to this dynamic as a trauma bond, but this is not That's not true. So, a trauma bond is not bonding over a trauma. A trauma bond is a vicious cycle of devaluation followed by love bombing. So, basically, it's not like two people coming together because they've experienced the same thing. That's not a trauma bond. Um, I guess the wording does make sense, but a trauma bond is a bond that is reinforced by trauma. That's a better way to put it. So just keep that in mind if you decide to do further research on this, but I wanted to address how exactly it is that a trauma bond can be mistaken for a twin flame. Um, During both relationships, you will feel the instant connection. The magnitude of the attraction will be almost impossible for you to ignore. Why? Because either it's your twin flame who literally shares your soul or it's a narcissistic abuser who are usually notoriously pretty charmingly masterful love bombers, which provides this false sense of a tightly bonded relationship. But the major difference between the two and how you can distinguish in the moment is through the idea of truth. Both relationship dynamics Trigger some pretty powerful responses from us and can certainly both m- be mentally taxing. But when you're triggered by your twin flame, you are forced to evaluate the truth about yourself, the truth about your wounds, the truth about your double standards, the truth about where your shadows exist. But A trauma bond is the opposite of truth because the triggering and cycle of manipulation is about power, which is disguised as love. So at this point, I have thrown a lot at you. And I know that I haven't been on the mic super long, but I'm actually feeling a little bit Of fatigue, like spiritual fatigue, at this point, um, because this is a lot to take in and this is a lot to digest. Um, And some of you might even be rethinking relationships right now. But what is the next step? The next thing we have to do is release. It sounds so easy, but it's not. Honestly, this is the hard part. So. What I want you guys to do is, I want you to come back next week because I will cover how to release these unhealthy bonds. And there will also be another surprise that you will have to tune in next week to find out. As always, find me on Instagram and follow me at Third Eye Unblind Pod, where I post lots of spiritual and witchy tips. And as always, do your shadow work and keep it pushing.